Welcome to Bleacher the Speaker. I'm your host, June. You can introduce yourself, Foster. What's going on, Foster Child? The other half of BTS. I'm excited, man. Pistons, Pistons our first Pistons show. And I love me some basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a little more optimistic about the Pistons than I am a Lions. Like, wow. It's not optimism. It's just like I never jumped off the Pistons bandwagon. I did jump off the Lions, but I've been, you know, I've been a diehard Pistons fan since I was a kid. So it was like I didn't always like football. So love basketball from the jump. So, yeah. Um, We got a few things to talk about. We could go in and talk about last season a little bit. <laughs> and I think I know why the Pistons didn't do as well as they, you know, as we had liked. Okay. All right. Okay. Here it goes. I went to two Pistons games last year. Yeah. They only won 17. <laughs> but the ones I went to, we won. <laughs> I need to go to more Pistons games. That's it. Come on, man. Should have been at all the boys. I should have been to at least 30, 40 games. Warriors? Man. You go to the Warriors game? I went to the Pistons versus the Warriors. Uh, yeah, I remember. I yeah, remember. and we won. And we won. I remember. I was watching. It wasn't even close. It I was on, we smoked them. We, it, smoked it, them. we smoked them. So, you know, that's part of the remedy. I need to get more. I need to be in the building more. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Other than that, we've had a what I feel a good draft. Uh, we got two picks, and they were both in the first round, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you want to explain how we got a, the picks, or so the first? So obviously, the first pick was just you know luck of the or unluck of the draw. We ended, you know, we had the worst record at the end of the year, and we just ended up getting the fifth, um, the fifth pick in the draft. Um, which was a little outside of what um, that guaranteed first three. Uh, the, the, the the first three, you're pretty much guaranteed to get an impactful player. And then beyond that, you know, it's a crapshoot. But um, in, in hindsight, I think we, we got I think we got our guy, regardless of, um, you know, how the how the, you know, the lottery balls fell for us. But um, how did you feel? At first, when you found out we had number five, at at first, I was kind of disappointed because I wasn't really educated on anybody outside of the top three. I was just starting to get educated on the twins, so I knew we were going to probably end up with one of the twins or possibly Cam Whitmore. Um, so I don't know. I was like, ah, you know, I, I was kind of pessimistic and like, you know, it, it would be our luck that we don't get the number one or any of the top three, but you know, I wasn't just totally just broken up about it. So, well, for me, right. It was before the draft. It was Wimby scoot or bust. Those were the two. I figured if before we got number five, before we get the, you know, before we, the, 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 the lotteries, the lottery right. picks. It was Wimby or Scoot. 
in my opinion. That was it. Those were the two difference makers, I thought, that would change the game for the Pistons. So when we got number five, my mindset was, well, you just take the best player and you can't mess this up. Because take the best player, but still not mess up. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like you can take the best player that fits, okay. and you can't mess up by doing that. And oh, I see I, what you're saying. You can't lose. You can't. Really. There's nothing to lose. Like right. Okay. I was, for me, it was like those two picks or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's not how it should be, or not should, shouldn't probably shouldn't think like that. But at the same time. If we didn't get Scoot or Wimby, because those were the two game changers to me. But I was I was oblivious to, you know, the draft. I knew those two, and I know Imani Bates because he's from Ipsy. And, and Miller, I, Miller ended up going before Scoot, right? I don't know. I think Miller I Miller, think I think the Hornets didn't yeah. want to get, didn't want another point guard. So they ended up taking Miller for before. Instead yeah. of, yeah, it was a, uh, it was how we, me and you said it would go: Wemby, Miller, Scoop. Yeah, we said that, you know. But, um, to me, at at number five, you just we, me and you talk. We needed a three. We need a bona fide three. Absolutely. And for a while, we were saying, Cam. It's going to be Cam. It's going to be Cam. And closer to the draft, they started talking about Mr. Thompson. Yes. So me and you both was doing our homework watching and was like, hey, (laughs) this kid's not bad. Right. So did you anticipate them picking up Thompson the night of the draft? I think by the time the draft, because I think they had already written off Cam as a viable, they had, you know, you see where he landed way down the line. But I think by that point, they had already knocked him out of at least the top five mm-hmm. and end up being further. But so I, I think Tom, the top, the one of the Thompson twins was definitely going to, was going to fall to us, whether they took his brother first or he went, you know, however it goes. So, I think that was kind of the consensus by the time we were heading to the stage. So, um, did they ever say why Cam dropped so injury? Something about his something about health wise. Obviously, he's healthy as a, (laughs) 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 but I don't know if they saw something that 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 they could affect him in the future. I mean, we see how uh, Cade Cade had an injury that lingered from since high school or something like that that didn't come in that didn't come into play until the his second year so yeah i get how that i I get how that can happen you gotta approach it differently if somebody on your roster has gone through that so it's like yeah okay we don't want no red flags for injury like no we don't we don't need no Cade missed all of like all of last year, except for like six. I don't even remember. He those. played the first six or seven games. Yeah. I, played, I don't remember him playing. I'm sorry. I no. don't. So um, that that's awful. But like, we we got it. We got our guy. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, Thompson was the first pick. Um, okay. And that was pretty predictable. Um, I did not necessarily expect us to um, 
um, move up in the draft. Um, we had the so our next pick was the thirty first pick. So we traded up to the twenty fifth, and um, I guess we're giving ball. It was for Boston. Boston ended up getting two future second rounds. Okay, um, that we gained earlier, right? Um, at some point, I don't know. I don't know I when. I think we gained those extra picks through another through the Joe Harris. It, it was another. Trade. It was another trade, but they was like freebies. Right. Right. So we, we know they were second round picks that were obtained through other deals. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, we so so they took our thirty first. We took we took their twenty fifth, and they got some extra picks or whatever. Um, and I mean, they look pretty excited to get Sasser. Um, I got I mean, to watch that him. last game he played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I got, I got to watch him in the tournament a, a little bit, and um, it, and I showed you that that video of Sasser talking about, um, basically predicting that I think I'm going to Detroit. Psychic. Um, yeah, some some he knew. I mean, I'm sure he worked out for us. I'm sure they talked to him and said, you know, mm-hmm. we like it. We really, you know, so I'm sure he got some indication that he was going that he might land in Detroit. And sure enough, you know, here we are, um, a couple of days after summer league, and 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 they a couple of games, they, a couple of games into their uh, NBA careers. You know what's was was hard to gauge about the Pistons uh-huh. for me is that I look at a team. And I say, usually you look at a team and you say, this team needs a center. This team needs a power forward. Or this mm-hmm. team needs a guard. This we got <laughs> we got bigs. We got fours. We, you know, three was the one that you could debate, but we got point, we we, we got a we got point guards, we got shooting guards. It was <laughs> Just like, what do we need? And you have to, if you really think about it, with Sadiq Bay being gone, yes. you need that bona fide three. Yes. And what we didn't have, even when Sadiq was here, was an athletic one. I mean, you could say Diallo was, but Diallo was missing things. We knew that. So he was your hustler, your defender. Right. He he was the, he was the spot duty person, if you ask me. Come in right. and do the little things. And we'll talk about this later, but I think we got our defender at three. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your take on Sasser? Sasser is a, a bona fide scorer. If there's one thing that he um, – I think he plays solid defense. I think defense was one of his attributes that he that was a plus. But um, he's a scorer. He's a combo guard. He's really point guard height. But he played mm-hmm. his game is more catered towards the, sh- the shooting guard side of things because um, I don't think he's much of a playmaker. But um, but yeah, he can put the ball in the basket. Um, you know, we'll see how it translates to to you know NBA talent wise. Yeah, but scoring forty points at any level amongst professionals you can't thumb your nose at that like i think he missed like two shots all the whole second half of that last game so but you don't see 40 points being scored in the summer league game by nobody no, that was the i think that was the record i think that was the most points for this year was 40 points so yeah um, yeah i mean if you can put that ball in the hoop man you can't just act like that's just nothing i don't care who no small potatoes to hit 40 in a summer league game absolutely i don't care what you did if you don't do anything else, 
in the other games, you're going to be highlighted if you hit 40. So absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing about summer league games, we are not wrapped up into summer league games aren't gospel. Right. They're for development pers- purposes and to see, to give an actual firsthand look at the rookies. So not going to say that Thompson is the next Grant Hill or, <laughs> you know, judging off these games, um, you're basically just looking for potential and, and to see what you're going to get, uh, hopefully, because, you know, they can do well in summer. I've seen so many people do well in summer league games, and it doesn't translate to the NBA season. So what I want to what I look for is that you look head and shoulders above the other guys. So like Wiseman, uh, Ivy, Duran, they looked ready for the regular season and they looked sub- substantially better than the guys that are summer league because we know they probably didn't have to be in the summer you know this was they only played two well you know thompson played three you know played three sasser played four but you know duran wiseman ivy i think they played two games so once it was evident that they were kind of leaps and bounds ahead of the majority of the players it was like okay cool you know we because I think it was good. It was good for Wiseman to work, get some work in with Ivy and Duran because those are guys that he's going to be working with all year round, and the chemistry and confidence is important. So, um, but they they look like you know we just kind of here and we you know we showing that you know we ready for the for the you know for the big stage when that time comes. So yeah. But one thing you can take away from a summer league game, though, what's up? If they have to play all of the games <laughs> and, and you don't feel a kind of way, then you might want to look, Hey man, what are, what are you doing out there? But when you pull somebody from the last game or they only play a couple and it has nothing to do with injury, yeah. it's a good sign. It's right. a good sign to see Ivy Wiseman and Duran only playing two games. I was, I was good with that. Yeah. Not from an entertainment standpoint, but right. from a player development standpoint, a development standpoint, yes. They all they needed was two games. Right. Thompson, three games. Now Sasser, he played in all four, but he needed a better look. But he showed in that last game. He, you know, because I think he had um a decent game. Okay. He had a couple of okay. K games and a bad game, and then the last game he turned up. Yeah, I think I mean, I think it was a combination of the fact that A, the competition was a little lighter than it was in the beginning, and B, he got an opportunity. There was no Thompson. There was no Ivy. There was It, it was his opportunity to kind of showcase his skills because he didn't have a whole lot else around him to take away from what he does. So Yeah, um, but he could have missed those shots, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those, those shots still went in. That's <laughs> yeah, because he could have just took a whole bunch of shots. We know that. Yeah, um, he was not missing. Like he missed two shots in the second half, and he started he was, slow though. His first half was kind of was yeah, it was okay. Yeah, but but he, but he turned up when he started shooting, and he was hitting the open jumper. And then you can tell his confidence. And that's one thing that I felt bad about Keelan Hayes. He should have been playing summer league. By the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can see his confidence like 
the first couple of years just be horrible. Like he, you know, his shot just wasn't confident. Yeah. Just didn't want to take. Now last year he was very confident. He took shots. Yeah. He was still one of the lower ranked offensive players, which kind of surprised me. Still building houses out there, but, uh, I, you can't be scared though. You, hey, you gotta shoot. I, I, when I played, it was like you would hurt me not shooting. Like you would hurt the team for not shooting. I don't care if you couldn't shoot. You gotta shoot. Yeah. Be open, shoot. Uh, that's what it is. So that was your draft, Thompson and Osser. I mean Sasser. Somebody, one of the dudes called him. Sasser without the S. Right. <laughs> that was so unfair, man. Before before the last game, of course. That it was, was during the game. It was like before. It was during he, that game. It was before. It was early, though. Because early on. he was just okay. But like I said, but like Cute I said boy. in the comments, it aged like milk. Because because by the end of the game, he had 40, and it was like, wow. Did I really we, just say that? We can't give up on our rookies that fast. Like Come on, they still have to develop. They still have to. They have to play with, you know. You the beauty is, is that Sasser is not going to have to play right away. Exactly. He's already he's already behind Burks and and uh, IV and K. You know, depending on how we lay out the lineup and stuff like yeah. that. But he's he's behind a lot of a lot of guys right now. So he's going to have to earn. He's going to earn his minutes at the next. At, you know, at the next level. But if he's putting the ball in the basket, if he's giving us that 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 you know, stretching the, you know, uh, spreading the floor and, uh, and and bringing us something on the defensive side, they go, they going to find some room for him because yeah, because I, I can see Burks getting traded this year. If Sasser and then don't Monte Morris, I forgot we got Monte Morris too. So he, he's not probably not going to play much. Sasser, this is a yeah. guard heavy team and yeah. we don't need him to play. We need him to develop. So yeah. For well, we know, how, we know how injuries go, though. So yeah, you know, so for the won't. people that are upset about Sasser, or relax, <laughs> just relax, get him in time. Those are our two picks, our two rookies. I'm glad they're here. Um, which brings us to the spotlight, right? Yes. So what we're gonna do is we're going to introduce a segment and it's a player spotlight. And we're going to do this every Pistons show. Um, We're just going to spotlight one of the players and talk about why. And if you don't know who we're going to talk about, I'm going to show you. And there's a reason why we're talking about this guy. There's a reason why he made our, uh, Spotlight player of the week or whatever. I don't know what we're going to call it. We'll figure that out. Yeah. But I got some statistics over the summer league. Now, they're not, they're not jumping off the page and this, that, and other. But when I tell you 13 and a half points, 10 rebounds, three and a half assists, 2.6 steals, and 1.8 blocks. Now, there's not, it's not 20 points a game. It's not 19. But (laughs) if you can play like this is the all-around game. And for me, 
I'm not even looking at the points and the rebounds, which are good numbers. So I'm looking at especially the ten rebounds. Ten rebounds. Ten right? Those are very good numbers. That, uh, the rebounders, but I'm looking at the steals and the blocks, and that's what I noticed about Thompson. He plays defense. Uh, he has long arms. He plays the passing lanes. Uh, he gets blocks, and he's running the floor. So that was one rebound where he had where he dunked. It was a putback dunk over somebody. That is a rebound. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> so this is why uh, Thompson is uh, highlighted this week. Uh, he's our number fifth pick. I think he's a day one starter. Hopefully he's a day one starter, but I think we have a top five that could uh, take it, take their time and bring him along. But yeah. it would be nice if he earned that small forward position uh, starting number three um, at the three. It would be nice if he, because he has all around game. So Foster, what do you think about him? So, um, the one thing I did know going into the going into summer league is that offensively he wasn't all the way up to par as far as that that was his offensive game was, was the part that needed to be developed, especially the shooting aspect of it. Um, so I was looking for what other ways he can impact the game in order to you know still be effective if you know if, if we need him to start right away or whatever the case may be so one thing that we did you know what you highlighted from the stats is that he's going to f- impact the game in other ways that may not have anything to do with putting the ball in the basket um i think he walks comes in day one as one of our better defenders um definitely um our most athletic player um and and bringing something that we direly needed which is somebody who's athletic at the three and able to guard several positions I think he can guard one through three easily definitely, and, and possibly the you know, power forward, depending on how big he is. Cause he's not the, you know, the most, you know, you know, strong oh, guy. No, Foster, this is not the nineties, man. These power forwards ain't big like they used to be. Man. Uh, unless your name is Giannis or, yeah. uh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, some of the, yeah, yeah. This is a different, they got this point is a different power style. forwards now. So it's, I'm right. he, pretty sure some of me can defend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, I would say one through four for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, I, with, yeah, with him, not, um, not cause I think floor spacing is going to be one of the biggest things that like, if, if we can get him to shoot a good, I don't know, low to mid thirties, as far as three point wise, it'll be, you know, cause Cade doesn't shoot threes well at all. If you look at the numbers, I think if you look at I, the numbers. No, he just, he just came in as a shooter. He just, they just, his reputation was a shooter. Right. Um, but yeah, him being able to, um, like the steal, I think the steals jumped out at me. I think the blocks jumped out at me. I know close to two blocks and, and I think close to three steals. Like that's, that's huge. Man. As far right. as, um, yeah. Cause and if, you, if you watch the games you, and you can see he's very active on the defensive end, Definitely. he's not, he's not really fouling. He's very active. So, and in transition too, like getting, getting out and getting out on the break and, uh, and being able to make the right pass or or finish if need be, so um, he's a good passer too. So absolutely, he's a good passer. So um, people might not sneeze at thirteen and a half points and ten rebounds a game in a summer league game, but 
we talking about the whole box score as a whole, yeah. and he's a stat stuffer. Cade is is kind of similar to that. I think Cade, um, even when he's not scoring twenty, you know, even when he's not scoring twenty plus points a game, he he would give you the, the assists, the rebounds, the steal, you know. So um, I see parallels there. Obviously, offensively, Cade is a lot was a lot further along than mm-hmm. Asar, but. Um, he's not going to be asked to to do all that offensively day one. That's what K oh. and, and Ivy are, are are here for. So, um, but yeah, once once we talk about these lineups, we can we can better um, you know divvy out the roles as well. So yeah, so we're gonna give it up for Oscar Thompson for being our our highlighted player of the week. Detroit basketball. I think he's a great addition to the Pistons. I think uh, at number five, even though Cam looks amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks real but I told good. you, I also, I said, I, before the draft, I said, I, I want Cam Whitmore in Detroit, yeah. which means we're probably not going to get him. Right. This is not, it never goes like that. Never goes like that. But yeah. um, you said, mentioned something about the lineups. Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. your ideal lineup day one starting in the next season. Okay. I think that this lineup can varies depending on what no 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 no, no 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 what you want. What I want okay. I'ma just I'm gonna just say okay this is this is my ideal lineup. Okay. Um I feel like the guards are interchangeable. We'll say Cade and Ivy. So Cade is the point guard Ivy is backcourt. That's the backcourt. Um ideally Asar earns his three, you know, okay. earns a starting three. Um, that's going to give us that defense that we need because I feel like we're going to need him mm-hmm. to, to guard our, the, the toughest guy, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's uh, Asar to three. At the four, I think it could definitely be Banyanovic. It's getting um, tricky here, though. It's get, it gets tricky there. It gets tricky there. I say Bajanovic just because we need a floor spacer, and I don't think that I don't think that we have that without Bajanovic in the in the starting lineup. But I think that he may not start every game. Um, Ivy can kind of shoot the three. I think he improved as the year went on. But floor spacing, you know, you can never have too you can never have too much floor spacing. So that's uh, Bajanovic at the four. And at the five, Durant, Jalen Durant. Okay, okay. Now, <clears throat> for me, yes, I'm starting Durant. Okay, center. You're not gonna like me for this. Let's see here. Wiseman. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Bogey at three. Okay. 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 Eight Ivy. Okay. Now, Thompson would have to really, really, in my ideal uh, situation, Thompson would have to really convince me and the coaches that he needs that he should start at the three. Okay. And if that happens, then you take out Bogey and you bring Bogey off the bench. But I, I was a I was a big Bogey fan. I'm sorry, they're trying to trade him and, and all these. I hate that. I think we've decided that 
you're going to have, because I think the, the last thing I heard is that we want at what two first round. I mean, when we say stuff like that, we know that's not reasonable, <laughs> right? We know that that's, we, we're essentially saying we want to keep them. Basically. But, but if you, you want to offer high, you said what? If you put the bar up so high, yeah. you're going to have to jump really up there to change my mind. Yeah. So, but if, but if y'all really want him, you know, he ain't Kevin Durant. Like you, if no. you want to give him two first round picks or a first round pick and a, and a good young player, by all means, because that man is like 35. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but what, can, okay. So can what, what do you say about if about people saying that the that that is a defensive liability style starting lineup with bogey guarding the three and Wiseman at the four? You know, he's really like a center ish playing the four. I mean, you can interchange those two. I mean, but those are starting four and five. Right. Who are you talking about between Duran and, yeah. and, and okay. Wiseman. Okay. In my lineup, yes. And then Bogey at the three, you think he can hold it down and, and, and really check up at the three? I mean, they get past him. They got two giants to get to the to the cup. They got two rim protectors. That's fair. I don't know if Wiseman is, is considered that though. He's I mean, tall. He's tall. He can he can be that. He can be that. One thing, one thing about defense, it's two things. You you got to have an effort. And then if you can teach someone, you know what I'm saying? If you, you can teach someone to be a good defender if the effort is there. You see that Rockets game? Yeah. Jabari <laughs> Smith. Oh my Come on, God. man. Jabari was getting threes. We talking about defending in the paint, bro. Hey, I, that's that's what I'm worried of. That's the thing. Is that when you got when you're a four, like you said, this is not yeah. the 90s. Like Wiseman is more of a 90 style center. And you want him at the power four position. I mean, that's when you send Durant, Durant out there. I don't, I don't know if he is. Hey out man, this is the NBA. There's no defense here except for a couple of people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you gotta stop. Somebody got to stop somebody. Hey, but at the same time, you're probably right. And, but still, even if you put, okay, what is. What is Jabari Smith? Is he a center or is he a power forward? He's a power forward. Who gonna stick him? Bogey? That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. No, honestly. Whoever's a liability I, out there with him. I, honestly, you you probably gotta put Thompson on him. <laughs> you can you probably gotta go there with it. That's one thing about in-game adjustments, like right. just because you're playing power forward doesn't mean you have to guard the four. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interchangeable. You can move it around, but it all, yeah, yeah. it all depends. Because whoever you swapping Thompson out, it's he, he, he might eat Wiseman alive too. So if Smith's confidence is up, yeah, it's gonna be trouble for the league. Maybe not this year, but in years to come. And Houston is developing a good team, and I don't want to go too far talking about them because. No. The ops. They the ops. The ops. <laughs> We're not talking about Houston. We're not talking about nobody, nobody else but our Pistons. Um, let's see. So, going forward, we won 17 games last year. What's an ideal number of wins for you going into this next season? Let's All say, right. let's yeah. say, 
uh, injury friendly. I because I can't say injury free. Yeah, not gonna No, injury friendly season from the Pistons. What is the winning total? I'm not mad. What's a I fair mean, one? What's I mean, a fair one? Seventeen is is very very low. Real real low. You that is seventeen out of the first twenty. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> um, I say late. I say low thirties. I say low thirties. That's like an an additional thirteen games. That's a lot of games to go up. That's damn. That's almost double what seventeen is. I mean, thirty four will be double that, obviously, and that's still well under five hundred. By the way, there's forty two games. I mean. 42 and 42 or what is it, 41 and 41 is 82 game season. So we're well under 500. So I say low, low to mid thirties, you know, with a healthy team, we got some lottery pick, you know, we got a pretty, we got a pretty deep team. We got Joe Harris. We got Monte Morris. We have a bona fide. I didn't even think player. about Joe Harris. Yeah. 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 He's your three. The starting three. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I don't know about that. He's your three until I he averaged like seven. He averaged like seven points last game. Bro. Hey man, he shot and he shoots impeccably. And I think that on any given night, if he if he got hot, if he got hot, he could start. I don't know if he's gonna start over Bogey, but but I think ideally you can have a solid lineup and bring Joe Harris off the bench, and he's going to provide shooting. Yeah, you can space him and Bogey on the floor. Just imagine him and Bogey on the floor at the same time. Offensively, great. Defensively, I don't know. <laughs> oh no, it's 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 layup city. <laughs> on the other hand, we trading threes for twos though. Hopefully, but, but let's let's say you run a you you know like my thing is plays after a timeout, which are very very essential to me. Like let's say you you need a shot. You need yeah. you need points on the board, and you put in a lineup. Say, okay, we need we need a bucket here. So you put in Ivy, Cade, Joe Harris, Bogey, and Durant. Oh, don't forget about Bagley. And we have Bagley. At, I mean, come on, bro. There's there's no reason we can. <laughs> now this is my. I'm saying 35 games. 35. There's no reason we can't. More than double than what we did last year. K did not hardly play. Yeah, because uh, injury friendly would would suggest that Bagley isn't hurt like he is every year of his entire career. So, plus um, I'm going to more Pistons games this year, so that's guaranteed wins. We need that. We, we that's need guaranteed that. wins. I'm going to more Pistons games this year, so it's got to happen. Have you been to a Pistons game this year? Last year, did you I go? Went, I think I went to a couple last year. It's always a nice atmosphere, though. Yeah, our I mean, attendance actually—well, I think it's—I think it was because our stadium actually holds a little more than the average. But when they looked at the attendance numbers, we were kind of up there. When I went, it was packed. Was it? I Warriors game, two games, both games, but one of them we played Houston. Didn't you go to a Bulls game, or was it actual? Or was it actual in Chicago? I feel like you maybe. I not. went to. Don't tell nobody, but. <laughs> that wasn't last year, the year before last. See, okay, here, here's the story, right? <laughs> it's the story behind it. So me and my wife have decided to go to every NBA city 
and watch an NBA game. Okay. So it's not it's nothing that's gonna happen in one year or two years. Not it's awesome. just going forward. Okay. So one of the things we had the pleasure of, we had to go see a Bulls game in Chicago and they played Utah. Oh, okay. It was sickening. What you mean? I'm a Pistons fan. Go sit in Bull Stadium and watch them play. It's sickening. Why? They they probably were good. They were very good. That's okay. what was sickening about it. Yeah. They were all, like they were. That's when uh, Spider was on Utah. Oh, oh, damn! And okay. They shut him down. Okay, yeah. The they, Bulls have the Bulls have been okay actually. Like they have some good players. They were very good that night. DeRozan and Levine. They had DeRozan. Was Levine. ball playing? Huh? Was the Levi- Well, no, Lonzo wasn't there yet. No, he wasn't playing. Well, is he ever? But yeah, they were very good that night. Yeah, no, they I were. Uh, they. I mean, it was early in the season too, so it was like these guys are for real. Yeah, like. So it was sick now. I, you know, as a Pistons fan, and you know, the whole Bulls thing, Michael Jordan and. The rest of them scrubs, right? It was, and the it, it was electric in there. And I, I tell you that United Center. Huh? Yeah, they. You think it was a playoff game? Every play there, and they had all the greats there. It was just a regular game. They introduced Charles Oakley. They introduced, They were in the. You know what I'm saying? In the in Man. the they Pippen was there. I'm like, what oh, are you what? here? Yes. Cra- well, you know what the bull. You know Utah. That's the. You know, in the heydays, you know, Utah was a, they used to have to get down with them. Carl Malone and Stockton and all that. Man. <laughs> clear that out. We got to clear it. We got to clear out of other stuff. Yeah, man. I don't want to talk about them no more. <laughs> okay, okay. I do not like the Chicago Bulls. I am, I was just taught not to like Chicago Bulls. For sure. For sure. So I can't, but it was it was a very nice experience, and uh, at some point we have to go to uh, Cleveland. Oh God, I went to Cleveland. What was that two? I think two years ago I went to uh, Detroit versus Cleveland. But you know how I feel about Cleveland. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <sighs> but Amani Bates is there. Yeah, yeah. I want to see how he does because um, Cleveland's a deep team. They have a deep team, and uh, if he makes the roster and gets minutes, definitely going to be there this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because that's one of the one of the things I can scratch off. Because being here in Michigan, you have uh, the Bulls. Like if you want to go visit stadiums, these are within driving distance. The Bulls, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Toronto. Yeah. Um. So. We're definitely India and uh, the Pacers. Pacers are pretty close. They're, they're looking really good on paper right now. Yeah, well, good young team. I don't like them either, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but we're definitely going to try to make at least three or four of those. But when we go to Texas, you have the you have Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. That's spread out though. That's, part, they're not sure. close. I used to live in Texas. They're not close. Like the middle, the team in the middle right there would be, if there was a middle, would be Houston. Houston is two hours. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Probably close to San Antonio-ish. It's, it's 
I want to say two hours from San Antonio yeah. and about five from Dallas. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But Houston would be considered in the middle. Da- San Antonio's further south. Yeah. So, and Houston's a little, I think, I want to say it's east. They're kind of spread out. Yeah. They're kind of spread out. But when I lived in Houston, I used to, when I lived in, I was stationed in Fort Hood. I would drive to Houston, which from Fort Hood was three hours. San Antonio was only two hours away. And Dallas was two hours the opposite way. So I was right there in the middle. I was able to see all three cities. But flying down there and going to see those teams is going to be difficult. But enough of those other teams. Right. We got off on a tangent. (laughs) Before we get out of here, though. Yeah. What? I got a question. What's up? What are we doing with Killian Hayes? <sighs> oh, I was worried you were gonna say that. Um, number fifth was he number our uh, number five? Seven, number seven, number, number seven. seven. And he wears number seven. Pick. Yeah, lottery um, pick. I think uh, I I'll just say I'll start off by saying I wish him the best. Um, <laughs> I think it's time for that saga to, to end. I, I feel like, um. It's it's a it's something that has has been a project since day one. We've seen glimpses of a of of improvement last year. Last year, overall, you look at the numbers. He still he was still one of the worst offensive players that that qualified. Meaning that you had to play a certain amount of games and minutes and stuff like that. He's still one of the uh, offensive liability. He did he did show you know. His pat, you know, being able to to control the offense and you know play a little defense and all that, but I mean, I think the writing is on the wall. After we traded up to go get Sasser, we um, traded or signed or what did we trade for Monte Morris? Trade? No, that was that was free agency, wasn't it? I think we might have traded them for some picks because you know Wizards were trying, we're we're, are, we're dumping everybody. They're starting over from somewhere. okay. So, however, however, we went and got a backup point guard. He is 100% going to be our backup point. However you want to slice it. Um, he was one of the he, – he started last year, and and um, but overall he was like a top 10 backup point guard. So, there's no way Killian is taking this spot. And like I said, we went – we traded trade up and got another guard. So, I mean – The writing was on the wall when they got – for me, when they got Monty Morris. And we got Burks. We got Burks too. Burks. So, we are deep, super deep at guard. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, it, he's, he's, he's up for a, a, uh, extension after this year. And like the reality is, is that unless something just drastic is seen at strength at training at the start of training camp, I can't see him even starting the year in a Pistons jersey. I think it's time for him to just move on, change his scenery would do wonders for players sometimes. And he, he does. He still is a 6'5 guard with nice size. And, you know, he's got some attributes to work off of. But I think his days in Detroit are numbered. Yeah. Um, I was a Killian advocate. Yeah. I was, I'm, you know, he, he, you pick up a player like that in the draft and you want it to work out. And 
What year was he injured? Was it his second or his first year? His first. That was his first year. Yeah, his first year he was injured. Yeah. And right, yeah, he was every other game. I don't know if it was like one major injury, but every other game it was something, I feel like. And then last year you you saw glimpses. You saw his confidence up, but he still was inefficient on the offensive end. Yeah. At some point, you have to draw your line. You had to just, you know, see what you can get for him at some point. Yeah, which I don't I don't foresee a whole lot. Um, it would be cool if he got traded to the Spurs and did the little French connection thing uh, with uh, Wemby. I think that would be a cool little, uh, you know, gimmick, I guess, is to have them play with each other um, in San Antonio. But yeah, I, I can't. I, I don't think that. I don't think Detroit can do another year of of, of sitting through um, a below mediocre, under mediocre type effort from from Killian. I think it's just well, where my my. But where's the room for him? You got K coming back. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. drafted Sadler. He started, he started a lot of games last year. He <laughs> yeah. started them. Yeah, you got Sass. You drafted Sasser. Yeah. Yeah. You, you picked up Monty Morris. You uh uh picked up the option for Burt. Right. Because we could have we could have could have declined the option. We could have declined it, saved ten million dollars, and, so. and and left that open as an opportunity for him. But they said, nope, we're going to bring Joe Harris in too. It was like a, in who, could, who could probably play the two. Yeah. In a pinch. So It just doesn't look like he's going to be here. And Sasser looks good. I mean, Sasser looked great in the last game. Not to say that that means that, you know, that's the end of the you know, end all be all, but it certainly can't help his, uh, it's, that certainly can't help his uh, situation. I wish him the best. If yeah. he's let go or traded or waived or whatever, I wish him the best. Right. I will probably be a Killian fan, regardless where he goes, unless he plays the Pistons. Unless he plays for Unless he plays against us. Oh, uh, against us. Yeah. I'd be cheering for him. You know, I, right. I, I don't want to see him without a job. I just, yeah, you know, you know. I just don't think I – don't, I just don't think we – he – fits into the future of what we're trying to build. So I don't know, man, <laughs> you got, and then we didn't even mention Ivy, you know what I'm saying? That's the other guy. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's was, a tough line up to crack. If you haven't, if you haven't earned, you know, the, the, the love from the, from the franchise. He, you know what I'm saying? And probably he probably practices hard. He probably uh you'd hope at least <laughs> good citizen, probably yeah. a good attitude in the locker room. But that doesn't always cut it. He ain't got no room to be a a, a cancer, that's for no. sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's not you know, it's like if you don't play right, you gotta act right. <laughs> man, you gotta do something out here. Come on, man. <laughs> Oh, man, let's wrap this up. We said we was going to be 30. We said we was going to be 30, 45 minutes, but then we went over. A little bit, a little little bit, but we good. We good. Yeah, so thank y'all for checking out Bleacher. Do do we say Bleachers to Speaker or do – 
Am I saying it wrong or is it bleachers? Bleach? Bleachers to speakers. Okay. Bleachers to speakers. BTS. <laughs> BTS. Yeah. So thank y'all for checking us out. We'll be here next week. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Lions talk or Pistons talk, but you'll hear from us. Right, Foss? Definitely. Definitely going to hear from us. All right. Y'all be good. Be safe. <laughs>